Welcome back to episode two of We Are TPM, where we will be sharing our knowledge and experience of how to build wealth with real estate. You're here with Kyle and John Teixeira of Teixeira Realty Group and Share Property Management. And we are looking forward to discussing this week's topic of building your empire. Kyle, that is our topic, but we had this January and Kevin Seaton in here, and we're about to share that with you. And it was such a great interview. It went kind of long. And but there was so much gold in there, wasn't there, Kyle? Yeah. So we're gonna we're gonna show you that gold, and you're gonna get to hear their experience of building their empire, and then we'll jump into the details after the nitty gritty. Yep. So let's do this, Kyle. Let's share the seven ways you could build your your uh, empire. We're gonna save that for our next podcast. So stay tuned in because you are in for a treat, hearing the story of January and Kevin Seaton, how they've built their empire. And it really correlates well with, with our topic for next week. So yep. look forward to sharing it with you guys right now. Um, so let's get into it. Let's all right. So for our, our sponsor today, our sponsor guest today is also, they're going to be our interviewee. So I'm really looking forward to interviewing them. I got Kevin and January Seaton here from Weed Solutions. Thanks for coming in, you guys. Thanks for having Thanks us. Thanks for having us. So I want to learn as much as I can about your business. Tell us about your business, Weed Solutions. Uh, with our business, Weed Solutions, we take care of all plant health, which is uh, fertilization, weed control. We do take care of uh, turf grass, trees, and ornamentals. No mowing or landscaping, so we're kind of a, a specialized business. And, um, of course, family-owned and operated and uh, right here in Mansfield. We do service areas all the way from Waxahachie up to uh, Carrollton, Plano, and everything in between. Mm. So uh, we're not trying to be the biggest. We're just trying to be one of the best out there and, uh, you know, really help people out with their lawn care as far as uh, the questions. And we try to take all the guesswork out of it so homeowners can just focus on uh, spending more time with their families, mowing, watering, and not having the guesswork of fertilizing and weed control. I love it. It's kind of like a pool service in a, in a sense, isn't it? Like people, when they get a pool for the first time, they go out and they go to Leslie's or some supply place and they buy all the chemicals and then they, it takes them a few months so they figure out this is difficult. I don't want to do it. I'm spending as much money on chemicals as I would if I paid somebody. And then they figure out and they go get a pool service. For y'all, it's kind of the same thing, isn't it? People exactly. are out there spending money on chemicals. They don't really know what they should be doing and when. They're trying to figure it out. Just hire Weed Solutions. Exactly, exactly. We could take the guesswork out of it. We had a lot of people that go to a big box store, stare at a wall of products, not knowing what and when. Timing's everything in Texas because of our temperatures. And uh, we try to take all that out for you. Come by, take care of it. We're in and out so you're not bothered. And uh, we'll always leave you feedback on what can help and what we can do going forward. So that's exactly right. Uh, we're just a service that tries to... Uh, really help you so you're not having to guess at what to put on your yard to get it looking good so right uh, i mean I in my it. experience not just taking out the guesswork you actually offer some transparency into what you're doing which mm -hmm. is definitely rare in the in the i guess call it weed solutions business right. but um you know what made you guys do it in that manner and i'll i guess i'll specify where you you know send out a message beforehand telling you know what what's going to happen and all that yeah, we, uh, you know, we started with this wanting, of course, the transparency mm -hmm. of um, not just being a in and out and we leave a, uh, a bill on your door and we're gone and we'll see you in a few weeks. We wanted to, uh, to really touch base with our customers and let them know it's not going to happen overnight. 
Um, we treat lawns, it's like the human body, it's, it's kind of like working out. It's not going to be overnight, it's going to be a slow process. Um, once we get our products in the soil and start working and everything like that, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be great. It just takes a little time. A lot of new customers can get impatient. Mm-hmm. You know, they think if we come and spray a yard one day, it should be perfect the next. Mm-hmm. And, and I always wanted to start the business out with being transparent to them and letting them know it's going to be a slow process. It's not a miracle, um, a miracle spray. And we don't have a, a sales team that goes out and starts selling this to customers. So it's, it's just, you know, January and I on the phones and emails and, and uh, we're real big on just wanting to build trust with our customers. And I think they appreciate that and they realize, you know, it is it is a process, a lengthy process, but it, it works great and it's proven. Uh, we've been doing this since the 90s right here in North Texas. So we've got our formulas uh, mixed and tailor-made to North Texas soils and grasses. So Before we go out to the yards, we like to say this is what we're doing. This is what you can expect. This is how you should mow and water. We leave uh, informational sheets behind too. Um, so that they'll know what's coming up, what to expect. So a little before we visit education and then after too. I love it. It's it's about customer experience. I'm listening to you, Kevin. You're reminding me. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna I've been with you guys since. Do you guys have any idea how long oh, I've yeah, been with you yeah, guys? Long, it's like Inception. Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't. Well, I, I don't want to date any of no, us. But I haven't long been time. back there that long. But I've been. <laughs> it hasn't been Inception. I, it doesn't sound like. But um, August 2012 is when I started with you guys, okay. and so we're talking about right in the middle of the summer, right? right. And I remember when you. When you and I met and we were talking about it, you said exactly what you just said, right? Almost word for word. You told me, this is what you're going to see, but you've got to give it a year. Mm-hmm. Like, give it an entire year so we can get our chemicals down at the right, I don't know if I'm doing it justice calling them chemicals. Right. Sounds like a bad word, doesn't right. it? But we can get our treatments down at the right time, right? So that after you've gone through all four seasons, then you start to really see the fruit of it. And... I'm super glad that I trusted you initially and, and listened to you because, man, I've got the best yard in yeah, my neighborhood, nice. yeah. aside from the other people that use you, yeah. which is a ton now because you stick that little sign out there that says Weed Solutions. People come by and they see John's yard and they're like, wow, that's a great yard. Maybe I need to call those people. And that's that's really smart of you guys to do that. Yeah. Everybody Thank loves you. the frog. Yeah, they <laughs> yeah. love the frog and it catches attention and we get... A lot of people saying, hey, I forgot the name at first, but I knew the logo, and my kid still has a flag that he stole from someone else's yard. He just loves it, so I'm giving you a call, so it's really worked out. But, no, we really appreciate your business, and, um, you know, we just always strive to, to be there for our customers. And uh, we're, I mean, friends with a lot of customers, and we know their dogs and their family members and their, you know, home gate codes, and they really trust us, so we, we keep that near and dear to our hearts, so... Um, we're going to continue on with, with that same, same, uh, business motto until, until the end, I guess. So I love it. Kyle, you wanted to talk a little bit about like the customer experience and, and the technology they use. Yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna, you guys probably don't want to promote too much about the details, but I will for you a little bit about what I was mentioning before was the text, very thorough text message that gets sent out before, you know, either we're coming out tomorrow or we're coming out on Tuesday that not just goes over that you're coming out to do what you told us you were going to do, but what you're doing on that step of the process, why, and you know, what I need to do after it as far as mowing or watering and all that. So, um, 
it gives it gives a lot of credibility because I you know I see a text that's like well there's very thorough information there <laughs> so they know what they're doing so with, uh, with optional <laughs> services too oh, yeah, right yeah, so yeah. I mean, January how many times have I called you and said hey I just got this text message I want this exactly. service exactly yeah, yeah absolutely we ju- we don't try to push it but we definitely say it's time we yeah. don't want to be one of those companies that like call you at seven at night and upsell you but it. We offer it, yeah. so we want to provide it if you want it. Yeah, we, we're definitely not pushy when it comes to uh, sales. We Like January said, we don't try to call you like some of the bigger companies at, during dinner time and says, hey, it's time for this, this, and this. We'll lay it out there, let you know we provide it. If you'd like it, great. We'd love to help. If not, great. Um, but at least you know where you can go to get it if you need it. So mm-hmm. I love it. Kyle, you use them too, don't you? Yes, I do. And it's it's a little bit ironic because I, I currently use you at my, my old house I just moved out of that I'm now renting. And uh, you guys are the only service I, I still pay for at the rental because nice. I do not want to, uh, you know, it's one of those things. You don't want the, the tenant to The not. tenant's not going <laughs> to do it. And we're at that step of the process where it's, you know, it's really working now. So um, I just don't want to. Don't want to get rid don't of it. Don't want to go backwards. Don't, don't trust the tenant. I remember, but. I remember when you bought that place and it was all weeds. And it we talked weeds. about, well, if we call weed solutions, then you won't have anything there. Yeah. <laughs> but well, they'll be to my new house now, too, because I just had it all cut for growing season. And it's nice. basically all weeds again. So right. we got a we got a new process to start. Outstanding. So. I love it. I think I have you guys out at two of our houses, maybe three if we include the other one. So, um, so great job. Thanks for coming in and sharing about your business. I really, I, yeah, I love what you guys do. I, I love watching your business growth. I do have one more question about yeah. the process. I think it's important for the listeners to know, um, because most people would think that uh, Weed Solutions is a very cumbersome process. In, in, in the normal case, how many times per year on average do you think you actually go to the properties? We service our properties, um, and I say our properties because I treat all our yards like our own. So we <laughs> mm-hmm. service our properties eight times a year. Okay. So it's not every month. It's about every six to seven weeks. Um, we go in, drive by and take a look at the properties in between those treatments because that's just what we do. And January and I... Uh, idea of date night is usually grabbing <laughs> Sonic and driving around. And from point A to point B, we go by, I don't know how many homes and tons of homes. And she'll say, are we looking at yards on this street? And I'm like, yeah, we're looking at yards on this street. And, and I'll say, you know, there's so-and-so that lives there. And, oh, yeah, that's the that's the people. That their son just went to the Marines. And, and you know, so we, we try to really do that and tie it all back together with treating them like friends and family. But uh, we go around, check out the yards, uh, make notes if we need to. I always educate the guys that work with us. Hey, this is what we need to do. I drove by so-and-so's house this weekend, and we need to really kind of do this and do that and change things up. And we also let the customer know via text or email. And when people say, hey, what's the difference between you and one of the larger companies? And I I always kind of chuckle and smile, and I'll say, well, when you have the personal cell phone number from the owner of the large corporate companies, let me know. And they always look, and they kind of smile back at me, and they're like, yeah, you're right. I'll never have their personal (laughs) cell phone number, so. That's where I try to keep it. You know, they all have our personal cell phone numbers. They call us, shoot us pictures if they need to of anything that's going on or any questions. So we try to really stay, you know, on a personal level with them. What I just heard is a personal commitment to each and every yeah, lawn. So, yeah. And you make it a competition <laughs> to see how good you're doing. So that's it, Exactly, exactly. Yeah. The phone's blowing up all the time with pictures and text. And a lot of them, um, I love the HOAs in the areas that do the yards of the month. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing better when we have a yard of the month for an HOA. And then our guys. And, frog is and the frog is right <laughs> next to it. And I've got a photo album full of them. And mm-hmm. I love that. And our guys get really excited when they're out treating and they see that. They're like, 
you know, instead of sticking it out by the curb, I stuck it right there by the HOA <laughs> sign. They snapped me a picture and they said, look at this one. I'm like, awesome. And so the homeowners love it. We love it. Uh, it just promotes promotes a lot of good stuff for us. So. That's awesome. That's awesome. Never run out of frogs. No, right no, no. no. <laughs> got them everywhere. Go yeah. <laughs> hey, I love it. Before we get into, I can't wait to talk to you guys about real estate, but before we get into it, if there's people out there that are wondering like, yeah, yeah, okay. So you have somebody do your weeds for you, but you know, how much does that actually cost? If I, if I live in, you know, your standard two tenths of an acre or less home that's in a subdivision, can you share with us about what your standard service normally costs? Yes. Uh, standard, it's it's roughly around $50. Um, some of them go, you know, start out around $48 per treatment. Some of them go up to, you know, a little bit more than that, $50 to $55 per treatment. So um, normally when I give that proposal to, to a homeowner, they start thinking about it and they're like, well, I just spent more than that at the big box mm-hmm. store for the stuff that's yep. stinking up my garage. And, and I don't even know if I'll get it put out at the right time. <laughs> yeah, so, right. um, and that's what we tell them. Yeah. It's, you know, we're not, it's not really, really affordable. And that's not really, a, that's not a monthly charge either. No, Cause you're no. not out every month. We're not I out believe every month. it's six weeks, right? Every month six to seven weeks, yep. depending on the temperatures. Right. And, um, you know, since we don't have true seasons in Texas, we could have winter and spring and a little bit of summer all in in one mm-hmm. month. Here. Yep. So, especially this year. Yeah. yeah, especially this year. So we're <laughs> able to, to kind of tweak things and take stuff out and put stuff in and everything as the as the temperatures rise and fall. So when snowmageddon happens and none of us know what to do because it's never happened before, we can count on you to, right. to do what needs to be done at the right time yeah, and make perfect, the proper adjustment. A perfect example. We had to uh, really switch gears and change things up after that because of all the plants and, and the uh, grass and everything. So we were able to tailor make our, our mixtures. It looks like a, a huge uh, chemical experiment out there. We have <laughs> tanks everywhere and hoses, and we're adding stuff all the time for a North Texas soil. So that's our big thing. We really try to treat the soil on all our properties and uh, get it right. So sounds well, like you know what you're doing. So. Yeah, yeah, we're we're we definitely strive. So well, I love it. Thank you so much for yes. sponsoring this episode. Um, we we had a great topic today uh, about building your empire, right? And I want to get into introducing you guys um, as as real estate investors because you guys have been clients of ours now for, well, gosh, I don't know how long you've been clients for sure. Three, four years, something like that. Mm-hmm. Is that about right? You had an exact so, date with the weed solutions. I know. I know. I know. I just realized that I forgot to I forgot to prepare and figure out exactly when you guys came on. Yeah. Um, go, sorry May about that. You just called me out on my, yeah. my show prep. Yes. <laughs> that's great. Um, but you guys have been with us for a while, and I was anxious to have you in because uh, we work together a lot. We communicate together a lot. What? How many properties do you guys have now? So we count it by doors. We yep. have 54 doors. 54 doors. Uh, 54. The fourth, the 54th one, I say, is a boat and RV. So it's not really <laughs> accurate because it's a boat and RV storage that is consistent of 54 Maybe even more than that once we get it built out. So that's 50 units. So I, I say it. 54 just to make it concise, but 54 it could doors. be 104 units. Is that what right. I'm hearing? Oh, yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So, yeah, very, but if you want to break it down from there, we have a metal building. We have 20 single families, seven duplexes, two triplexes, and three quadplexes. Wow. Yeah, we've Love it. branched out into the, as you know, the um, multifamilies as well. So um, that's been been huge with the mm-hmm. help of you guys. Mm-hmm. So. 
Well, I want to talk about that experience a little bit. What, Kyle? You I'm just glad she was able to throw that stuff yeah. out like that. Yeah. that I, you I see, when you asked the, asked mine... the question, I kind of looked at her, and I was like, uh, you were she's, impressed, she's, weren't she's, you? Yes, yeah, January is very much a, a numbers person and um, very organized. So when I go, hey, how many houses do we have now? Or how many properties? You know, I'll say 50-something properties. <laughs> and she she will rattle off exactly how many single families, multifamilies, uh, commercial metal buildings, how many boat and RV storages, um, addresses, names of people who live there. I mean, she's she's the she's the uh, the numbers person. Every every good team, every good business has to have um, somebody that's analytical, right, and knows the numbers, so you can track and know where you are, so you can know where you're going, right? Sure. sure. So great job, January. Thank I love you. it. I'm definitely not that person in my business. <laughs> I was about to ask. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, so I do exactly the same thing you do. No. I, I throw numbers out there to people. We manage 185 homes or something like that, and I don't even know if that's right. Sometimes I look at my staff. Is that still a good number? Yeah. So they usually correct me, and I usually I'm I'm usually within two or three two or three when I get it's it. It's good to know your strengths. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah, kind of yeah. like she says. We we call them doors for a reason because <laughs> yes. you know you get into the categories of multifamily and all that. It gets Little, um, it does. Yes. Short-term yeah. rentals. So. Well, yes. let's let's talk about that, you guys, because we just got done talking about the seven different ways to build your empire, and I know you guys have used some of these ways. So I'm really anxious to talk about your experience and have you sh- share your experience. Before we do, Kevin, January, I don't know who it was that that first thought about in, in, real estate investing. I'm going to start that over. Kevin Jenner, I'm not sure which one of you it was that first thought about real estate investing, but what was it that inspired you? What was that first inspiration that you had to to do this? You want me to go? Yes. All right. So I, um, the first, I've always been attracted to real estate. I love looking at homes. I love driving by homes. I love walking through homes. If I saw an open house that someone was selling, I'd love to stop and look in there. I love... uh, looking at how it's decorated and everything in between. And then um, fast forward a few years, you know, um, living in a house, about to get married. She's living in a house, and we're thinking, what are we going to do with this house? Mm -hmm. And then the light bulb went off, and I went, man, we ought to just rent this thing. Mm -hmm. And um, started doing a lot more research, a lot of reading, listening to some big investors, and uh, real estate was where where it's at. And... um, that kind of that kind of brought us into once we got married to start renting. And of course, you know, you always have a lot of people, the naysayers, who are going to go, "I don't want someone tearing up my house. I don't want what if they what if what if what if what if." And uh, you do have some of those. If you're going to get in the real estate game, the rental game, um, you're going to have some some hard times at times. But it's it's manageable, and um, you know, you also have some wonderful people. And uh, so we got into that and. The, the beauty with January is, is as we were talking about our future and getting married and what we wanted, it wasn't, I didn't have to twist her arm at all. Mm-hmm. She's very business minded. Um, at the time she was working in corporate America. Of course I was a firefighter and I kind of threw out my, Hey, I think we should do the rental thing. And because of a, B, and C, and X, Y, Z, and she was like, "You know what? I'm I'm on. I'm all over it. Let's do it." Mm-hmm. And 
where a lot of people probably would have been anxious and scared, she jumped in both feet with me and, and trusted trusted that it would work, and, and it has. And uh, I've been very blessed to, to have someone that wasn't wanting to go a different direction. So and we started out small, you know, two single family. We get married, combine our house. But we did all. I mean, roll up our sleeves, paint, pull carpets. Mm. We did it all. We did Love it. I mean, talk about a date night. That's the yeah. Way. <laughs> yeah. Date nights were the weekends where we would, like she said, we would be painting and tearing out drywall and carpet. And, you know, when starting out, we started out really small, trying to cut every corner we can as far as cost to do it ourselves and um, and try to save money. And, um, and then the other part of the date night was looking at new properties. Once, once we got bit by the real estate bug, it was on from there. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it started a... A, a snowball, a snowball effect of just hey let's let's go look let's and and you know I know the internet's been around forever and all right. those sites but we would we would literally drive right and look at homes and oh my gosh look at the grass it's grown up I wonder if it's vacant and right. you know we started this in two thousand and eight mm-hmm. and that was a hard time. Yeah. for America and there was a lot of vacancies a lot of foreclosures what a good time for you to a get a great into it, time for me and we didn't see it at the at the time we just thought oh wow there's a lot of houses available and <laughs> no one lives here we were looking deals. in window yeah we, honestly we were we were illegally trespassing looking through windows <laughs> going yeah I think I think this could be beautiful it's ugly now but it could be beautiful and uh we would we would start making offers and we were getting them and we we're like oh no we got another one what hey you know, wipe the calendar clean for Saturday because we're going to go over and retile this house. And, and it was hard and dusty, but it was it was great. And um, we just kept – I never kept count. I just kept, hey, here's another one. Let's here's grab another one. one. Here's kept, another one. Yeah, and, absolutely. of course, she's keeping count. She's the spreadsheet lady. So right. she's got it all, and she's like, great, look great. And, and fast forward, we got – it snowballed, and it grew, and we got to a point where, like – we have, you know, I walked in one day. I go, how many do we have again? And she <laughs> knew exactly. Great. I'm like, maybe we need some help. So, Kevin, I empathize with you a little bit and and how you guys do this because you're obviously the one that that takes action, right? Mm-hmm. Sometimes that can be a fault, and sometimes that's really a strength, right? As we move forward in life and whatever we're doing, sometimes the people that are willing to just take action and not overanalyze it is what moves us forward. But it's so important to have somebody like January to keep us in check, isn't it? Oh, for sure, for sure, absolutely. If I, if I could, I'd buy everything that had a for sale sign on it. If I financially could do it, and right. and um, you know, she's she's very much a numbers person, and she when she comes with a deal now, you know, and we're talking in the evenings, and she goes, "Hey, I found this apartment complex," and she has. Thankfully, she has all the numbers. It's, She's already analyzed Here's it. the price. Here's the rents. Here's this. Here's that. And here's the maintenance cost. And I'm thinking, oh, I'm so blessed to have someone like that. And, and you're I, like, when do we close? When do, <laughs> yeah. Have you, have you reached out to anybody? Let's do it. So. That is Kevin. Tell me when to show up at closing. Tell me when to show up. <laughs> yeah. So we, uh, you know, we definitely, I'm just, I'm just glad that she got bit by the same real estate bug that I did. And now we're, we're going with it and she loves it. So that dynamic sounds uh, quite familiar. I'm, I'm just, uh. <laughs> Wanted to point that out there, but no, the it sounds like you guys are lacking the factor of fear in your decisions. Yeah. So, and, and that's the biggest one. I, t- I talk oh, to clients man. that they need to get past, and what you said is so true. It it needs to start somewhere, it does. and it can always start mm-hmm. small. So, and just and another, start. That's what I tell people. Yeah. Just start. When I I've, I get a lot of people that probably uh, weekly, if 
asked me, hey, how, how can I get started in this? And how did you do it? And we go over the same story we just did. And the biggest thing I tell people is just start. Mm-hmm. I don't care how big it is, how small it is, just start doing something. Uh, because like we all know, we'll wake up one day and it, two or three years have mm-hmm. passed and I, I haven't done anything. So um, we definitely jumped in feet first and just got going with it. So And it was slow and methodical. I mean, it was one house at a time. And then mm-hmm. you do look up and it is a snowball effect and you're like, wow, we have so many. But... I mean, you have to start. That's the biggest thing with business, with real estate, anything. You just have to start. And it is going to be scary. And there are going to be times where you're like, oh, that didn't turn out so well. But you just keep going. I mean, that's life. You just keep going forward. But I think removing the fear helps so much. Mm -hmm. You know something, you know, bad things will happen, but you just overcome them. Everybody wakes up the next day and it's all okay. So, I mean, that's just how we've taken the approach and we've gotten to where we are. Yeah, she's not scared of anything. It won't it won't surprise me to pull up one day, any day now, and uh, pull up to my house. And I, the one thing I look for when I turn the corner to go to my house is to make sure she doesn't have a for rent sign in our actual home. <laughs> you know, when I walk in, she's like, hey, by the way, we're moving here and we're fixing to rent this out. I'm like, I hope she has my stuff packed. Why is, why is I, to share a sign out? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I didn't even realize we were talking about that. So she's like, yeah, we're living in a condo now for, you know, mm-hmm. for however many. I do bring that up a lot, actually. Yeah, she's, like, she's definitely not How much do you think fearful. we can rent our house out for? <laughs> It doesn't take a lot for us to live because, you know, we have a kiddo going off to college in the fall. So we just need like a one bedroom, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> she's, she's ready to do it at times. And, um, you know, I think I think she gets more um, conversations from probably people she knows and girlfriends that say, aren't you scared of this? Aren't y'all worried about this? You know, and um, she just goes right into it. It's like, yeah, you could be scared and sit down and not do anything or right. you can take right. take action. So. Yeah, fear, numbers don't involve fear and emotion, do they? No. If the numbers work, the numbers work, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. Absolutely. That's really the name of the game. And, and getting further into that, the part of real estate investing, starting small and starting out, that you guys actually did, that can make it not only possible, but a, you know, huge, huge more profitable, is investing in your own labor hours, right? And right. in, in the flip, you want to call it, or the work it takes at the beginning. Um, I know you're very analytical, and now we we pay contractors to do some of these yes. things. You you do you have an idea of what uh, comparatively how much that saves you on a on a renovation? Oh gosh, I mean, <laughs> just because with contractors you give them bulk work, mm-hmm. so the prices are much more reasonable as opposed to when we were doing it, we just didn't have the income to do it. I can't even imagine how much more we actually spent to redo or learning process Mm -hmm. or we should have done this. So, yeah, I mean, we have definitely come a long ways in saving money. You don't look at it at first by Mm -hmm. paying someone else, but the amount that you put on your time and what that is worth is totally worth it to pay other people right now and to get it done right the first time and quick and efficient. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I love it. That That was great. That was great insight for people, like the learning curve and the amount like we talked about this in our topic and how much easier it gets as you go along. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and when you, you said it, it's, you kind of have, uh, you're able to buy in bulk kind of like you, you, you'd mentioned um, kind of like Walmart and Home Depot does, (laughs) right. They can buy better and sell better Mm -hmm. because, and so now you're in that position because, well, partly because you're with us and partly because you have a a book of, you know, a, a larger portfolio. Right. So when you, hire when we hire a contractor for you they're they're loyal to us right they're loyal to you guys 
they're giving us really fair pricing. We know it's going to get done right the first time. Mm-hmm. And like you said, I think it's important that you guys went out and did that, right, yeah, on your absolutely. own. Because now when you hire somebody, you have a deeper understanding of what it takes to dig that tile up out of the uh, out of, off the off the ground, sure. right? Much and deeper appreciation. Much yeah, deeper, rolling yeah. the carpet <laughs> out of the house seems like a really easy thing <clears throat> until you've done it and you've had to scrape all the carpet padding out, right? <laughs> right. Um, right. And then you're wondering out you're out in the driveway wondering what you're going to do with all this carpet. Do I have a big enough truck or a big enough trailer for all this? And mm-hmm. so those little details that people just you'd learn from experience, don't you? Absolutely. You do. And it's the, I mean it was great stress reliever to rip out carpet and you know <laughs> maybe fun. kick another hole in the wall cuz we're Knock taking it down, down, you know, yeah. a little chip and Joanna. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but um when you think about it, we would probably renovate a house for a good two or three weeks. So you're losing out on rent money where if you pay someone that knows what they're doing, I mean, that process and that turnover is so much faster. It's days yeah, as yeah. compared to weeks. So yeah. in the long run, it really, I mean, you are profiting much more. And you're, uh, you don't get burned out as fast. Absolutely. It's very easy to get burned out working, you know, like she was working, you know, 40 plus hours a week. I was a fireman on that crazy schedule. And uh, trying to only get to your homes and, and renovate those when you can, not really having any time for anything else. So it's easy to get burned out. Hmm. And by doing it the way we do it now, it makes it, it makes real estate more enjoyable. Mm-hmm. Well, th- to that point, I want to I ask you about uh, something that pertains to our topic. But to, to your point, I mean, you basically, you, you let us do most of the, the dirty work for you, right? <laughs> Um, dealing with tenants, dealing with the property and so forth. So you get to focus on on expanding your portfolio, right? right? What is the next step for you? And and so you've gotten into multifamily, small apartments, and, and, and I understand storage now, right? So, I mean, you've been able to focus on what those next steps are and spend your time and energy in that part of your business instead of running around, um, chasing tenants around and, or contractors <laughs> around, whatever, all, right. all the other things that we do for you. Sure. Right? Sure. Yeah. If, it's, um, you know, coming to property management at first was January drag. It was almost like pulling a mule. <laughs> I had my feet planted in the dirt and I wasn't, you know, uh, no, I can do it. I, I was the fix it guy. I can do it. I can find it. I can make it happen. And she drugged me into your office and she's like, I think this is the way we need to go. And, I'm glad we started doing it all ourselves, but the mm-hmm. first thing, when I give advice to new people who are fixing to start with their first home, their first property, right off the bat, I said, hey, you need to call these property managers. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, no, I don't want to pay. I don't want, I said, I was the same way. Mm-hmm. But trust me, I've gone, I've done it both ways. And now I've learned that this is, this is it. Because, I mean, you guys are, are lifesavers as far as I'm concerned, but you know, right off the bat, I give them the contact. And I said, when you get your, not, you know, when you do get your first property, mm-hmm. call these guys. Yeah. And I don't care if it's one or if you buy a hundred, call these guys are going to take care of it. And, um, when she pulled me in and we had our meeting there at your office that first day and y'all kind of like we do with our other business, you educated us with everything and how it's going to go and how it's, it's going to be a little slow process at the beginning. We're going to get everything ironed out, all our ducks in a row. It, it sure enough, you were you were right. It took a little bit just to get everything squared away, and then 
after that, it was just it's so good. And it, it does allow us now, instead of chasing down contractors and paint colors and everything, we're able to actually drive out and look at land for, you know, new developments that we're doing mm -hmm. and um, look at deals and stuff like that. And that's that's where we want to be. You know, that's the fun part mm -hmm. of, yeah. of the real estate yeah. thing. And, yeah. uh, you know, the communication you all have with us, just it takes all the guesswork out of it. And that's the biggest thing for us is we just don't have time for a lot of guesswork. So we, we do appreciate you all. But our next step, I mean, we are – there's no ceiling for us, mm. no limits. We're we're looking at land attitude. for yeah, we're looking for boat and RV storage sites right now to expand that in the Metroplex and surrounding areas. Um, we talked last night about possibly doing um, you know on the water type RVs hookups where mm -hmm. people would put in if it has anything with real estate if right. it has dirt on it we're going to take it um single dirt family or water, dirt or water <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. So, we're not picky no <laughs> you know um multi-families as far as apartment complexes um what else am i missing we've we were talking about also vacation rentals yes. um and i know we've spoken about that a few times but um in the mountains on the lake Love on it. the ocean, love it. We can visit. We can love run it out the rest of the time. Yeah, love it. You you guys are gonna love the podcast that we did last week. Is all about that. So awesome. you guys you guys are gonna love that. So um, so tell me what I want to talk about. Thank you for for sharing that experience. Not just the property management, your entire experience leading up to it. I, I want to ask you one quick question, just a little bit off topic. It sounds to me. I think I I know your answer. People, most people's reservation about property management is they don't want to pay for them, right? And I always tell people that a good property manager pays for themselves. Absolutely. Yeah. Do you think we've done that for you? Oh, absolutely. Ten times over. Yeah. Ten times without, over. Without yes. hesitation. Absolutely. Um, in, in different ways, not just the, the money way, mm -hmm. but the time. Mm -hmm. I mean, and, and you, know, you always hear, well, you can't put a price on time, and you really mm -hmm. can't. And um, uh, it's definitely, definitely worth it. And it's just so seamless and organized because we, we did the evictions ourselves, too. Mm -hmm. And that, is, that can be a nightmare if you don't know how to do it right. right. And, um, you know, when we got with your team, you all have all that covered. You all know mm -hmm. exactly all the laws, all the rules. There's a lot of people out there winging it, mm -hmm. you know, going into <laughs> a eviction court in front of a judge. If you don't have your, your ducks in a row, you will get thrown out of there pretty quick. That's right. And it will be a, a bad thing for you. But um, luckily, you know, your team, you all started early and you all know exactly what to do. And you make a, a really ugly, it could be an ugly situation, very manageable and seamless for us. Mm -hmm. So, um, no, I... It definitely it's definitely worth it, and I tell guys don't look at the money part of it because uh, the property managers that we use it will also they'll pay for themselves, but they're going to give you help looking five to ten years down the road on your investment mm -hmm. as far as what we can do to add value to your properties, and that's yeah. what we're all about on our properties is adding value, how we can add value for the future, mm -hmm. and uh, try to get those you know the incomes coming in a little bit better. And so I think to, to touch on that is. When people purchase a home and they come up with their rent price and they, you know, they factored in, okay, I want to make sure it pays for taxes, insurance, my mortgage, and then I want a little off the top. You know, a lot of people will do that 100 or 200 kind of per house profit up front. Mm -hmm. And in our case, of course, we don't want to lose any percentage of our monthly income, but 
we didn't have ours priced right until we met you guys. And so here's the thing. You totally pay for yourselves, got us more money because we weren't in the market and we didn't see comparable prices. So y'all have done that and y'all have also predicted what's to come by adding value. So, I mean, it's just a win-win situation. Yeah. It's hard to let go of money, <laughs> but I promise it will benefit you. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's, that's what we try to advertise. If, if you don't mind my, my mentioning of what got you into our office that day was, Absolutely. you know, just let me look at your rents and what you're getting and I'll yes. tell you what we'll get for you. And, yes. you know. Kyle <laughs> sent me an email of all the rents and what they could be. And I was like, we're coming. Yeah, we're coming into the office. Yep, she. I'll, I'm I'll dragging my husband. Day, she, she said, "Hey, John's son sent." I said, "The Marine, or you know." He's like, "He's like John's son sent this over, just something to look at." And she showed it to me, and I, I looked at all everything. I said, "Yeah, let's meet. It can't hurt to meet." And and I, going in, I thought, "But man, I could save a lot of money if I do it myself." You know that that side yeah. of it. And then after I met with you guys, I was like, "Oh wow, this is why didn't I get in here sooner?" Yeah. You know, but. <laughs> Try to tell people, hey, I'll, I'll take care of your headaches for free. And yeah. then, you know, uh, you can have some of your personal life back or a whole shebang. <laughs> yes, so. absolutely. We're going to have to do a whole nother show and a whole nother topic on pricing because cause that's what we're where we're going with this conversation. Is, mm-hmm. And there is never – I have never looked at anybody's portfolio and, and seen them. That's not true. I do remember one. But almost every time I look at somebody's portfolio, it is not priced correctly. People make fear-based con- – decisions. Kyle um, alluded to this. People make fear-based decisions all the time that keeps them from keeping their rents at market value. And mm-hmm. and they just don't treat the house as a business, right? Um, so that that's a totally different topic. I want to get into... I want to get into your empire building. Can we do that real quick sure. and kind of change gears a little bit? Because the, our topic that we just talked about was teaching people the different ways that they could build their empire. And it sounds to me like you guys each, you met each other and you each had a house, right? So mm-hmm. you each started with step one and owned the home you live in. Is that right? Absolutely. So then you decided to get married and you're thinking, now we're going to have an extra house. Is that is that kind of where am I going? Yes. So So you decided to rent that extra house or buy another house and rent both houses, some something along those lines, right. correct? Absolutely. Right. We were going to move, get married, move into one, and then the other one we were just going to rent, and that was going to be our start. And that's exactly what we did. You know, we got married. Um, she moved in with me. We rented hers, and that was out in Burleson. Mm-hmm. And then while we're living on one street – Five houses down, someone came to us while I was working in the yard one day and said, hey, I've got this home down the street. I've already moved. I've been trying to rent it. The people living there won't pay me. I don't know what to do. And it's about to be foreclosed on. So then we said, hey, let's let's look at it and work a deal. And if we can save your credit and we can get a house and it all works out, we'll, we'll go from there. And it, it all worked out. She was very thankful. We saved her credit so she didn't get foreclosed on. We bought the house, went in, and told the new people we're the new owners, and we need you to, we need you to uh, <laughs> pack up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they moved out, and then we rolled up our sleeves, and in the evenings we would eat something, and then walk down there and start painting and tearing out and doing all that, and put uh, fingers crossed, put a for sale or a for rent sign in the in the yard. And I think that first day, it was during the week, our phone just blew up, and. Um, we thought, hey, we got something here. Mm-hmm. So we went from there and just tried to start finding the next deal and the next deal. So, And, and I want to talk about that because 
It's really important for people that are thinking about doing this or starting out that they're really intentional about that next step, whatever that is. And I feel like while you have a great mindset, Kevin, and you're an action taker, the two of you together with, with January's kind of analytical skills and your your willingness to take action and foresight, you put that together and, and you create an intentional plan, it sounds like. Am I right? I want to talk about that plan. If we could dive into it a little bit, I want to inspire people that might be listening like, hey, I can do that too, right? Um, tell me a little bit about from the first house, okay, and it sounds like the, the the house you just told us about just kind of happened. Right. And and that probably starts to happen more and more as you start to get into this because your eyes are opened to it a little bit more, right? So the deals just kind of come your way. But tell me a little bit about the intentional process about saving money for I mean, you have to come up with a down payment, right? right? Most of the time on these. I mean, I know there's some creative ways to to, to buy these properties. But for the most part, y'all went out and got a conventional loan. Right. And you put 20% down, right? That's correct. So tell me about, we just got done talking about budgeting for this. Tell me about your intention and your process for saving that money to buy that first house and then, and then your subsequent houses after that. So again, numbers. Um, I have a spreadsheet that says I want 10 homes a year. Starting out, it was not like that. Starting out, it was, I want my 20% down. Mm -hmm. And that required a little bit of living adjustments. Um, You know, you can't be a spendthrift. I still drive my Honda Mm -hmm. that I've had for 2007. Yes. Uh, Kevin and I like to spend money on travel, real estate, and experiences. So we don't have a lot of things, which is easy to save when you're not really attracted to shiny, flashy objects. Mm-hmm. So we, when we started out, it, we saved and saved and saved. And we were both working full-time. I mean, real estate was not our whole thing at the point. And we had weed solutions, his firefighter job, and my job. So, I mean, we put a certain amount every month until we got 20%. And then we would look for the deal, find the deal, and get it. When we got our rent in, we did not spend any of that. We treat the real estate as its own entity, own business. So every time we got a mortgage statement, we would pay it, but we would also pay towards more of it. So anything that the renter paid us for that month, it was over and above our mortgage statement. We would pay what they paid us. So it allowed us to then pay down properties over the year, but also save up 20%. So now we have 20 properties that are completely paid off. Hmm. We've never touched any of our real estate money. It has always gone back into buying new or paying down. I love it. I'm always telling people, Kyle, that especially when they're starting out, right, that, that they should have a separate pocketbook and not let this income go into your family income because it'll just get. It just gets spent, right? Yeah. You get that extra hundred or two hundred dollars you get from a house, shoot, that would be gone at, with with a night at Primos, right? <laughs> sure, sure, yeah, exactly. Or all of Kevin's bottle services. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and luckily we're we're both uh, on the same page as far as saving and stuff like that. With our goals, our goals were in line as far as wanting, hey, we want another house to to rent. So. Neither one of us, like she said, we're we're both very very um, simple. We're not flashy people, 
And uh, so we would just take that money and just roll it right back into real estate like that. We've never reached outside to borrow money or raise money as far as looking for um, capital for down payments. Right. right. We've never done right. that. I know it's very, a lot of people do. A lot of people say yeah. you can grow quickly that way, but we, we've never done that. So we've always just saved, grabbed grabbed a property if we could and uh, moved on. And then when we start making more and a lot of people will look at me and go, well, I'm not getting into this rental game because all you're doing is making $200 extra a month on that. But they don't look for, you know, far enough in advance to think, but one of these days, if I have 20 properties and they're all paid off, that's a pretty good retirement, mm -hmm. you know? And, and uh, it takes mm -hmm. me to a quick story of a, of a little old man I used to know. And one day uh, I talked to him he was in his 80s. He got dressed up on a Friday afternoon. He came out, and I was doing his yard at the time. And I said, what are you up to? And he said, well, it's, it's rent day. I go collect all the rents today. It's the first of the month. And I said, oh, really? How many do you have? He says, well, I've got 15 homes. I've had them forever, and they've been paid off. Well, of course, me doing yard work, I'm sitting there thinking, well, if they're all bringing in a minimum of $1,000 a piece, that's mm -hmm. 15000 a month coming in for this guy that probably lives mm -hmm. on just mm -hmm. a couple thousand a month. Right. And I thought, man, what a great retirement, you know? And, um, and it takes me to my story, which is a little bit different than that one. We were in Grand Cayman, and we were sitting in the pool. And there was this older man there, and he was just, he said, y'all want some drinks? It's on my tab. And we were like, well, that's nice. No, we're okay. Thank you, though. And we said, you know what brings you here? He said, well, um, I'm in the real estate game, and I rent the penthouse for a month. And I just have an open tab, so whenever y'all want anything. Hmm. And I was like. Well, that's nice. And we said, well, what do you what do you own? He said, oh, I own some apartments back in California. And he was like, makes me a good income, you know, a million. And I was like, that's a great income. Wow. He yeah. said, a month. Hmm. Yeah. I said, <laughs> okay, maybe we will take some drinks. So then yeah. we, started, we ordered, we ordered the, everything the rest of the trip on his tab if we could. Uh, yeah, I was trying to get him to adopt us. But for some reason, yeah. after that night, we never saw him in the pool again. So I think we ran him off. But, you know. The whole flight home from then on our vacation, um, January's like, can you believe he was making that? And I started, you know, I'm over there with a pencil and a paper writing on the back of a tablet, and I'm thinking, yeah, I think he can. Mm -hmm. And uh, we got back and really started looking, looking for real estate after after meeting with that guy. So it really made us hyper focus. I think you kind of can get stagnant, and you get to a point where you think, oh, I'm doing pretty well, and then you hear that and realize that your potential. Where you, I don't want us to ever. Um, lose out on life or time or each other mm -hmm. or miss the big picture important things but it does kind of make you think well if someone else can do it we can do it without losing ourselves and sacrificing mm -hmm. our lives mm -hmm. so it just kind of gave us an extra push which i think is important throughout life to have those moments where you're like oh i do have more motivation mm -hmm. to keep mm -hmm. going you know sometimes it will level out but yeah. it's nice and to me it's just fun i mean oh, yeah. i've really enjoyed it i mean real estate's fun if if you know i I always said if I if I was to do it over and went back in time, I should have been a realtor to start with, just because I enjoy real estate and homes and meeting with people and and um, everyone has to have a place to live around here, and they will. They'll live in an apartment, they'll live in a mansion, they'll live in everything in between, and. Uh, She'll say, hey, do you want to drive out and look at this property on the river? I don't care what river, how long. Yeah, let's grab a drink and go. And, and I just love looking at real estate. So, you know, I love, I, I just love it. I got bit by it. And uh, everything now I read and listen to is, is real estate based. Um, it's just really, really fun. So. 
I my, love it. My goal is a hundred doors. A hundred doors. I love it. And this doesn't count the doors that are in the boat store. Nope, that counts the, as okay. one. Right, I'm keeping one it door. as one. All right. It seems like current goal, but you, it doesn't sound like you're going to stop there if, once you get so. there. I don't think just, so. Uh, keep I don't rolling think so. it in. At a hundred doors, I think maybe we can touch some of the real estate money and maybe spend <laughs> it on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, like, it just maybe, keeps going maybe. back in. Well, I got some new. I, I got some ideas for you. Some new types Great. of doors for you. We'll talk about that I down the road. But um, so thanks for sharing that, you guys. I hope that that inspires people because I think I'm sitting here listening to you realizing that you guys were inspired by a couple people that you met that were older and wiser. And they've they've been they're farther down the road that you can see the end result of what they've done. And that's what's really hard for people to see. It's kind of like telling a kid Kyle's age that he needs to start, you know, saving for his retirement, right? Remember, you guys remember when you were 25 years old Mm -hmm. and people were telling you to start saving now, compounding interest (laughs) and all this. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to wrap your brain around that until you meet somebody like that and you're like, wow, I want to be that guy. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be 50 years old or 55 years old and still healthy and and sitting on a beach somewhere and not having to be somewhere I don't want to be, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. If you can be. It's all about freedom. And uh, real estate is one of the only businesses that I know of that gives you that freedom. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't care any other business. You're going to have to hire people to answer the phones or people to uh, managers to do this and manage it. But real estate will allow you to have more freedom than any other business I've, I've ever seen. So that is true. And it sounds like, you know, I've heard a lot of people say when they meet somebody like that, they instantly expect that oh, he had a leg up or, or some advantage. Right. And then you guys are, are showing us right, right now that, you know, anybody can do it. And you and, can, you can. And, and, you know, neither one of us had parents that loaned us money. Uh, both came from very, very humble um, raisings. And um, we didn't have anybody that we, we couldn't go to mom and dad and say, Hey, can we, can we borrow 10,000 or 20,000 or 5,000? It, it was just us, uh, working on what I say, extra money from whatever our normal salaries weren't bringing in, you mm-hmm. know? And, um, that's why we did so much of the work at the beginning, just trying to cut the, the, you know, the construction costs down. Mm-hmm. But, um, with all of our single families and our multifamilies, we never had partners either. We didn't raise capital. Mm-hmm. It was just me and Kevin. Right. So um, I know a lot of people can accelerate probably faster if you do have a partner and raise capital. But we just always, I think our mindset was just to have a hold on it. Like this is ours. We're not mm-hmm. responsible to anybody else. Yep. The Once they're paid off, it is freedom. Yeah. You know, it's to me, freedom is not being accountable to anyone yeah. else and it, your time freedom. Yeah, and the beauty about real estate, it's not only your monthly um, rents that are coming in, but it's also the appreciation of the property. Yeah. And in North Texas, especially in this area, you know, you buy a property five years ago, and now you look at what it's worth, and it's gone up tremendously. Mm-hmm. Those properties that you bought early on in 2008, I would bet are double yeah, in value yeah. than they were when you bought them. One of them we bought for eighty thousand dollars, and they sold one down the street the other day for two hundred sixty thousand. Wow, that's like three times. Yeah, it's like wow, that's great. Yeah, so it's real. You, you get tempted. A lot of people would get tempted going, "Let's sell it. Let's just sell it." And they, I get asked all the time by people, "Why aren't you flipping? Why don't you flip, flip, flip?" I don't look for today's money. I look for freedom. What I call freedom money, which is retirement freedom money, of future. going. It's coming in every month, every month. And I can, God forbid, something happen to me tomorrow. My wife and daughter have that coming in every 
every month instead of the quick little flip money. Because yeah. so. our mentality is it's retirement. And I think if you treat it like retirement, yeah. you don't touch it and you mm. let it grow. And it's long term. It's a mar- you know, it's a marathon. It's not a sprint. You So it'll be our retirement. Um, you just have to treat it like that and realize that it's not going to be instant. And you're not going to get rich tomorrow. Absolutely. But over time, if you have patience, little sweat equity and you'll get there. <laughs> I always tell people it's a great savings account, retirement account, Absolutely. because and it's better than any out there, especially yes. if they're in North Texas right now, because it's it's money locked up that you can access, but you can't access in two minutes and go spend it, you know, wherever you want. It's not an ATM machine. Yeah, it's yeah. 30 to 45 machine, days. But, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but each one's compounds at higher rates than your, like, 401k would. Exactly. So. Sure, sure. I stay out of the stock market as much as possible, and everybody asks me why. And, and the reason is is because I'm, I've seen too many guys wake up one day, and they're happy, and wake up the next going, I just lost everything, and it's up and down. And the good thing about real estate is it's constant. It just mm-hmm. it, it might not be fast, but it's a slow, gradual increase and um it's it's just nice to have that so and one key that you know I, I get this question a lot but one key that a lot of people don't understand which i'm sure you guys do is these paid off houses and the 260 i mean if you ever did need it you don't have to sell the house to get it right, right? Exactly. Um, you can take you can money, leverage it you can you leverage, leverage it, it. get it finance a mortgage from the bank pull that money out into your bank account you're absolutely. still owning it and absolutely getting a little less cash flow on the top every month absolutely. but otherwise nothing's there's changed so many benefits yeah to there's it. so I many mean, ways and, and there's times that we'll sit down with a, a young couple that have come to us and say hey we, we we're kind of getting started we want to get going how you did and we'll we'll get a piece of paper out and I'm a sharpie you know because i'm a very mm-hmm. visual guy and i start drawing things and we've taught this to our daughter Mackenzie too and i'll start drawing things out and putting rents on them and when you're done with that they just look at you and they're like yeah, that's there's so many different ways to to get properties mm-hmm. and like you just said you could take it and refinance it and use that money to then grow your your portfolio so there's a ton of ways and tons. Need, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people who know what they're talking about too and yes. if, if you go ask them so um and we'll get into this in a probably a later episode but i the last five years have been quite unique but you know i bought my first house at 20 and now i'm 25 um I had all the same conversations with a lot of friends my age back then, and now they're talking to me again now. And it's like, <laughs> well, well, this is what I could have done five years ago. It exactly. looks a lot you know, more in your face. So mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't always well, we, take 15, 20 we years. We talked so. about planting the tree, and, and Kevin's brought it up quite a bit, and, and that's what it's all about is planting the tree, right? And and so we've all gone out and we've bought the the little four foot tree and and then you know if you've lived there long enough and you've grown to watch it grow and nurture it and give it water and 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 have weed solutions out to make sure the lawn around it is really good and and you've done everything you need to do you turn around 15 years later and you've had this huge tree right that's bearing fruit or shade Mm -hmm. or whatever that tree's purpose is um, planting the trees sooner rather than later, right? Um, if you wait too long to plant the tree, you're still going to get some benefit, but it's just not going to be mm-hmm. as, as great as it would, right? So what a great interview, Kyle. These I knew that they would be a great interview. <laughs> I had all these questions I wanted to ask you, and I almost we just ignored most of them because you just... <laughs> You, you guys went in some great directions with that, and I love it. I do want to ask you one final question that I think is really important. And what if you had one piece of advice that you could give to somebody? It sounds like, Kevin, you enjoy being a mentor to people, so I bet you already know the answer to this. If you just had one piece of advice to somebody who's thinking about starting 
or maybe they've got a really small portfolio and they just don't know how they're going to continue to grow and build their empire like you have. What would that piece of advice be? I would say I would answer with um, quit being scared. Don't be fearful. Um, do your due diligence. Look at the numbers. Don't be scared to ask for help, mm-hmm. but just take that step and, and start. Yeah. You know, I've, I've got so many people that say they want to do it. And just like Kyle mentioned, I'll talk to them. And then five years later, they still haven't mm-hmm. taken that step. And uh, that's what I tell them. Just quit being fearful and take the step and it'll all work out. And if you, uh, along the way, you have some hard times, those are, that's what we learn. Mm-hmm. We learn by hard times. Yeah. So um, use that as a, a, a learning tool and put that tool in your toolbox and move on and, and just take that next step and, and keep moving forward. You know, we've had some rough days. We've had some days where she and I are looking at each other going, are we sure this is worth it? And uh, luckily we just keep pressing forward. So that's what I would say. What would you say? I would say if I was to do it all over again, I would probably do my first house as a duplex and I would rent out the other side. That way somebody's paying my mortgage and I could go forward a little bit faster Mm. and eventually move into a house and then have two rentals all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. Um, I, if it's worth the sacrifice to save the money, you will find the deal. Mm -hmm. And I look at probably 50 houses a week. Mm -hmm. And I think that's what it takes. And you need a good realtor mm-hmm. and you need a good property manager yeah. from the get-go. Yeah. If you have a good team, you can't, you cannot fail. But you know what that property manager and that realtor needs? Because I'm, a, I'm both those things, right? I'm mm-hmm. a realtor and a property manager and I run across a lot of people like what we just described, right? And so few of them take action. So few of them take the action that you guys have taken. And it sounds like you've had that same experience, Kevin. And so when I say that, a good realtor and a good property manager, they also need people that are willing to, to accept their guidance and advice and take some action, right? Take right. the fear. Our job is to take the fear out of the equation as much as possible. It's always fearful to take that first step, right? Absolutely. We probably don't remember it, but when we were babies, we were probably scared to get up mm-hmm. and take that first step. And we had somebody helping us, right? And, and then all of a sudden, next thing you know, we're, we're running track meets, right? right, right. Um, that's the same thing with building your empire, isn't it? Absolutely. It really is. And it, it's, to me, it's ironic that people go to work every day for companies that they don't know that are loyal to them. Mm-hmm. To me, I would be fearful of that. Mm-hmm. But when you do real estate and you invest in yourself, how can you really fail? Mm-hmm. That's an investment you purchased. Yeah. You're going towards your retirement. No one's going to take that away from you unless you don't pay the mortgage. But, (laughs) I mean, why not? Why not have a job that you invest in when you're going to a job that could be gone any day, but you still get up and do that? So why not get up every day and do real estate? And invest in not having to go to that job anymore. Absolutely. If you're you're going to work that day anyway, why not work for yourself in real estate where they can't just come and take it away from you or restructure or lay you off or anything like that. So, you know, it's it's like John was saying, uh, it all comes down to trust, you know, and the team we've built, we trust and y'all trust us. And then in our marriage, you know, I'm, I'm married to someone who trusts me and I trust her as far as 
she doesn't. She never thinks Kevin's going to lead me down the wrong road. If he says, I think we ought to buy this property, I think it's great, she's on it. And then when she comes to me in the evening, she goes, hey, I looked at these numbers. I think we ought to buy these properties. I don't even question it. I'm like, let's do it. And and that's that's just the trust there, you know. And same with the property managers. When you all send us information going, hey, January and Kevin, I think this, this, and this would really, really help out. I don't sit there and think, do they know what they tra- they're talking about? I know, I trust. Hey, y'all have proven yourselves to us, so we trust it. Let's go with it. Mm-hmm. Whether it's colors of the walls or colors of the carpet, or I think by doing this, you'll add value to your properties, it's, it's golden for us. So it's all about trust and taking that step and just just moving forward. And that doesn't start from day one either. I no, mean, no, you know, it takes built. work on both ends. Right. You know, you, you guys didn't trust us from day one and vice versa, right. and, you right. know, you got to work towards mm-hmm. it. So. Sure. And I think you guys both touched on this, but the, you know, the first key to really any investing process, and especially this one, um, is making sure you figure out what you need for your life, right, right. from your salary so that you, or, or whatever it may be, so you can invest the rest of it. Absolutely. So, or however that veers, right, is, right. is, is, is a huge key, and that's yes. how you guys started, too. Kevin and I like to go 20 years out and then come back to 90 mm. days. Love hmm. it. Right. What a what a great tool, you yeah. guys. That is you actually visualize what yes. you want in twenty years, what you want your life to look like, what that's gonna cost, right? Mm-hmm. To to make that happen mm-hmm. and then and then start building the action steps. What can we do in the next that's ninety toward days? That. Yeah, that's ex- that's exactly it. We look twenty years out and then start working what can we how can we do it in the next ninety days to start working towards that goal? You know, and I know, and I know today with, with people, with kiddos and family and work and everything, some of them are like, I'm good. Just know what I'm going to do in the next 20 minutes, (laughs) but really take some time to yourself, um, reflect a little bit, sit down with your, with your, uh, husband or wife and sit there and think, where do we want to be in 20 years? And then start working backwards from there. I love it. You guys, I, I, I feel I feel blessed to serve you guys. I feel blessed to know you guys and to hear your story, um, to be inspired by your story. I really hope that people listening to this are inspired by it, that they're getting. There's gold here. You guys have given us some really, some really great gold. We feel the same way. We're blessed with you guys. We're always willing to help. We love to help. Uh, Mentor is is a huge word to me. So Mm -hmm. when you use that just a minute ago, it kind of gave me goosebumps because, you know, I didn't have that growing up, mm-hmm. and um, I would love to help people now. And when I see people come to me and say, hey, can do you have a second to talk about this and this? I love it. I mean, mm-hmm. I just jump on it. And uh, January, there was a young couple that wanted to meet with dinner uh, for dinner with us the other night. And she said, hey, do you have time to meet with these? I said, absolutely. You know, I'll, I'll, move, I'll move stuff around because it's important. If I would have had someone to mentor me when I was younger, I think we could have been – even further ahead. So yeah. Mentors, yeah. mentors are huge, and we we love to help. I mean, we talk about real estate and business stuff with people all the time. <laughs> I, and I love it. I love it. So, I love it. That's that's very inspiring. I mean, you guys have even inspired me. I'm at awesome. the earlier stages of of you know kind of the journey you've been on, and I ha- I love having those conversations yeah. with people as well. And when I do, I'm like, well, this is where I am, but this is where I, you know, sure, this Absolutely. is another story where it yes. could be, and and yeah. I'm gonna try to beat them, but you know, we'll see if that. Uh, yeah, yeah exactly. So. I want to see everybody doing well. And we look at deals all the time. I tell people all the time, text me, text me something. If you find something, text it to me. I'll look at it and say, I think this would be good for you. She does the same thing with a lot of her friends and their and their husbands. And, uh, 
you know, guys that we work for, the guys that work with us in our other business, we're always telling them, hey, this is what you need to start doing, investing. And we have guys that send us stuff all the time going, do you think this would be good? And mm -hmm. Absolutely. Let's talk mm -hmm. about it, you know. So we love, love real estate. Love it. Love it. And love we appreciate it. you guys and all that you've done for us. I mean, you have really helped us grow our business tremendously. Yes. Mm -hmm. And y'all are very good at what you do. I yeah. appreciate that. No, it's it's really been our pleasure. It, it really has. You yeah. guys have uh, inspired us to to do better every day since awesome. since we started working for you too. Awesome, so. awesome man. That's the a great sky's team. the limit for sure, man. I'm excited. <laughs> I love I it. Get Kevin, so motivated, you Kevin. Know? You and I have the same yes, mentality. Yes, I, love yes. I love it. You know what, you guys? I we could sit here and do this all day, right? And and so I really appreciate you guys coming in, back in. Can we have you in again for? I, I, I'm thinking, I'm sitting here thinking of two or three different maybe micro topics we could have you in for. Would you do this again sure. in the Anytime. future with us? Absolutely. Absolutely, I love it. Thank you guys for being who you are. Thank you for being our clients. Thank you for coming and sharing with our audience here, and uh, keep inspiring people, man. I, I, that's the the goal of this podcast is not so much self-promotion and, and all that. It's really just to inspire people to build wealth. Mm -hmm. I always tell people, go find a great realtor. Go find a great property manager. Sometimes they're hard to find, oh, but sorry. go find them because yes. they can make your 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 life and your business so enormously Absolutely. better and, and just easier to deal with. Yeah, Absolutely. get some guarantees for your future because, yes. you know. Social Security isn't guaranteed. No, no absolutely so. not. No, you're right. You got to make your make your own retirement. That's what I yeah. tell people. And even when I was, you know, in the fire service, I tell guys, hey, don't don't wait around for this pension. You need to make your own retirement now. And if the pension comes comes through, <laughs> hey, that's that's icing on the cake. But make your own now. And some did, and some don't. And some are what, still waiting on that pension. But uh, and I pray for them every day that it's going to work out for them. But uh, I love seeing young, motivated people ready to to get going and, and do something. So I love it. Kevin, to that point, I mean, I hate to get derailed, but we got 24 hours in a day. Right? right. And I think you have a really good understanding of this. I mean, yes, you, you did have an ideal career to start a business, right? But we all do, sure. right? We, we only need sleep for eight hours, right? That's what I think healthy it? sleep is, yeah, maybe yeah. six. I think, I think that's wasted time, you know? So yeah. Kevin likes five. He yeah. Likes five. I would love, I mean, I just, I don't know. I, if, if I didn't need it for my body, I wouldn't even do it. Um, yeah. I feel it's wasted time, not only on the business standpoint, but spending time with family. You know, it's we're looking at our daughter going to college in a couple months. And I'm like, man, I don't I don't I wish she'd hurry up and wake up so I could see her before she has to. You know, <laughs> so we're to me, sleep is wasted time. And I know it does our body well, but I, I get people all the time going, I don't have time. I don't have time. And then and then you'll see them and I'll say, hey, man, what'd you do this weekend? And it's social media. Oh, I'm on Facebook. And then I went and, you know, and I went to the bar and I did this. And in the back of my head, I'm sitting there thinking, it sounds like you have a lot of time. You can start something. <laughs> We so. spend a lot of time as as a society. We spend a lot of time on our couches watching TV, right? Um, we spend a lot of time doing that kind of stuff. And there's nothing wrong with doing that and incorporating that into our life. I mean, I would assume you guys, as much as you've done, you go out to dinner. You go out and enjoy your family. You go out and do those things that other people are doing. Sometimes you just don't need to do it at the level that, that we do it at as, as a society, Absolutely right? Absolutely not. We try to get outside. Um, we've even talked about, and this is seems pretty uh, pretty crazy to say for a lot of people, but you know when Mackenzie leaves to college, January and I have talked about, we don't even need a TV. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. if it's nice, we'll go out and try to listen to a, yeah. a live music 
um, which we've done. And uh, <laughs> we try to get out to listen to live music. We go for walks. We go for drives. We, we try to do everything outside if we can and not just sit in front of the TV. And um, we, we just try to utilize our time better. That's the thing is time management. If you could ever learn to manage your time a little bit better, yeah. you'll realize how much you could get done. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I have a planner. Surprise, surprise. <laughs> and I will allot time each day for things. So prioritize, you know, like in the morning there's prayer time, you meditate. And then for a family like we do, we cut off business at six. Hmm. We're done. That's why you don't respond to my text messages. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, that's just very important to us. And I think if you prioritize your life, you'll get out of it what you want. But a lot of people spend time doing things that don't benefit them ultimately. I think it's, you know, you just kind of pass in the time. Well, and and this is a prime example. I listen, I love to read, but I don't make time to read as much as I should. So now the podcast thing has come around. So while I'm driving to properties and doing business, what am I doing? I'm constantly listening to mm-hmm. podcasts, audible books, everything. Love it. So I'm getting some education while I'm doing other business. So it's really it's really freed me up. You know, the old days of having to actually sit down and read a book is kind of hard for us <laughs> when we're busy. So this has been great. And um, anything business-related, especially real estate-related, we're, we're always listening to. So. That's gold. That is gold right there. <laughs> Love it. And that, that, uh, I, I read a quote. I don't read very often either, but I read a quote uh, this weekend while I was at somebody's house that kind of goes with what you guys were saying, that, that a happy life is rigorously planned days and leaving the nights up to chance, right? right. Absolutely. It's listed under common sense. Right? Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome. I love that quote. That's, awesome. that's almost what you just said. Yeah. So that's uh, very interesting. Love it. We got some gold today. Uh, I'm going to have to go back and listen to this interview over and over again just to make sure I got it all. I love it. Thank you guys for coming in. Yes, thank Appreciate you Appreciate it. Nice. You guys really us. supported our topic today really well. You know what we didn't do? How do people get a hold of you if they're interested in, well, mentorship maybe <laughs> or uh, weed solutions? think the cell phone number that everybody has. Yes. And, <laughs> all right. Um, our personal cell phone, which is 817-692-7693. And that's for both. Mm-hmm. And then for Weed Solutions, you can visit us on our website at weedsolutionsinc.com. You can also email us at beweedfree. It spells out three words, B-E-W-E-E-D-F-R-E-E, beweedfree at yahoo.com. Be weed free at yahoo.com. I'm weed free. Are you weed free, Kyle? <laughs> My new house will be here pretty soon, I hope. But <laughs> Well, thanks again, you guys. Really appreciate it. I look forward to way more and look forward to having you guys in here again. And, and uh, just blessings for everybody. Yes, Love it. Thank, thank you. you, guys. We appreciate yep, you. Of course. All right. Talk soon.